welcome to Behind Mummy Smile with Amy. This episode, I want to focus on fussy, being fussy, children being fussy, yay! <laughs> um, and that kind of really starts, well, probably if you're anything like my children, whilst they're still in your tummy and they're having those good kicks and trying to get into the wrong awkward places. Um, and then after that, once they're born, as I mentioned in um, an episode a couple of weeks ago, was sleep. And one of the things that throws us off our routines, if we do get into one, are those sleep progressions. And they happen quite commonly throughout that first year, every sort of um, two to four months. And then even as a toddler, they have those sleep um, regressions and that could be due to um, physical growth or um, sort of them changing mentally they're developing learning how to crawl and talk and do all these magnificent human being things and their kind of brain processes those during the night and suddenly they might wake up at two o'clock in the morning like Freddie did last night and be wide awake and think oh it's playtime now mummy and I'm like oh, what are you doing to me? Um, and trying to, you know, pull my hair out and all the joys that comes in the middle of the night when it's all dark. Um, so sleep progression, yeah, is is no fun game really. And it really has such an impact on how we deal with things during the day. And it's something that we just have to kind of ride out and go with them just being a little bit disruptive you know, it could be a few nights, it could be a week, and then before we know it, we're back into a routine of some sort. And then, just as we kind of get into sync again, it just, yeah, it all goes up um, with another regression of some sort. Um, and then the joys really start when they hit that. Well, it usually happens even before they're two. I mean, Freddie, so he's recently turned two. And I have to say, you would be able to tell that before his birthday. Those terrible twos, just that... I mean, I can't say I blame them. It is that frustration that you really want something or you really want to be able to do something and you can't, you can't communicate that or you can't quite get it to work how you would want to do it so if you've got like a brand new toy and it's not doing what you want it to do and mummy can come along or your older brother or sister can come along and do it for you and go look here this is how it goes and then you go to do it and it doesn't work I know I'd be exactly the same if that was me and I think why why can they do it I mean it often happens at work anyway where I've been trying something for half an hour or more and then someone over just comes over and just like heh there you go. There you go. You just needed to press that button. Um, so I can understand their frustration when they're not able to communicate that properly at such a young age. But it does, it does wear on us as adults. We just, yeah, every, sometimes, you know, you just can't help them enough. And my children definitely are very stubborn and very independent and they want to be able to do it themselves. So we do get a lot of in our household. Um, but again, something that we just have to kind of ride through and 
remember to breathe. Just taking a couple of minutes, just being, okay, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna walk away while you have your little tantrum. Make sure you're safe, obviously, that you're not going to throw yourself on the floor and bang your head, um, as they often try to do. Um, but yeah, it can be really kind of frustrating all around. And then you get into what I like to call the three nager, where you might start to introduce some time out. Um, we have um, we did start off with like the naughty step and those things, but I I prefer personally for me I prefer to call it a time out because you know it could be any emotion that they're feeling it doesn't I don't want to emphasize that that's naughty that they've let themselves get worked up and sad or angry over something but just to kind of let them know this is where you can go this is your safe place you can go to if you need to go and calm down and that might be at the bottom of the step because I know you know you're going to be safe there and I can see you and you're not going to be able to throw anything and all of that stuff or it might be somewhere else that I've set up for them that they can go and just have just some quiet time. You know, it might be in their bedroom, although when when I've sent Charles up to his bedroom for time out and I, and I go up there to check on him and literally the bedroom is turned upside down. So I prefer to kind of send him just to the bottom of the step where there isn't so much mess to clean up afterwards and I know that he's not going to be able to hurt himself in his sort of anger, anger moment. Um, the other thing that can be pretty frustrating are when they're fussy eaters. Now, I didn't really experience this with Charles. Um, he pretty much ate anything and everything. And he's still, he's still really good at that, actually. Really, really lucky. Freddie, oh God, is this just like second child? <laughs> um, yeah, Freddie, Freddie's not like that. So Freddie seems to be quite particular with his texture and he will he will definitely let you know <laughs> if he doesn't like something or he, he's just not going to even try he just kind of gives you this look like are you are you kidding me right now there is no way that I'm gonna eat that and he will like push his plate away he'll be like nope no, don't even try. I am keeping my mouth firmly shut and you are not, not feeding me that. And it would be like things that I think, chicken nuggets, fish fingers, you know, your standard go-to for a nice, quick, easy dinner. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't, he doesn't like the texture. He doesn't, he won't try those. Um, we would go through stages of him eating certain foods. So he went through a stage of really liking spaghetti bolognese. He would eat beans. Um, Owen would make a really nice curry that he liked. For a, a time, he liked just eating soup. We just seem to be going up and down, up and down. He's not too bad with um, sort of breakfast and lunch. And sometimes I find for dinner, just for ease, that I will give him like a bowl of cereal. He really likes porridge. So I tend to do him like a porridge, just one of those like microwavable sachet um, porridges with um, some like blueberries or some um, sultanas or apple or something to give it a little bit of um, fruit in there. Um, but yeah, trying to get him to eat some nights is really, really difficult. 
and we try so hard and we'll be like right that's that that is all you're eating we are not giving you pudding you're not going to have a yogurt or anything else I mean <laughs> clearly all meaningless word like meaningless meaningless words because we very shortly give in because I think oh no if we don't he's going to wake up hungry in the night you know I have those kind of panic moments that he's going to starve because he's still not quite able to communicate that he's hungry apart from like pointing at the biscuit Tim um but I just think oh my god what am I gonna feed you how you know you clearly oh you just panic what what am are they eating enough of the good stuff (laughs) are they eating anything of nutritional value you know I don't know how how much of a nutritional value is in a biscuit or ketchup mayonnaise sauces sometimes he will just literally will put it on his plate so he can dip like say cucumber or chips or whatever he's got on there and that doesn't even work he will scoop up with his bare hand the just the sauces and that is it but that's why I kind of go to that cereal where I think okay there's got to be something in there it's something sustainable and it's with milk and with a bit of fruit or something that I think, okay, well, that's that's a meal of some sort. And then he can have his yogurt afterwards. Um, but yeah, fussy eaters. Mm, gosh. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I know with Charles, when he started school, we've just gone with school dinners and I check in with him regularly if he's eating and he seems to be. There's a couple of things that he's like, mm, like roast on a Wednesday. He won't touch the gravy. So I've tried to speak to the school to make sure he doesn't have his gravy on his roast dinner. But that seems to be the only thing. And to begin with, I was had to work out what he meant anyway, because he was calling it soup. There was soup on his ro- roast. Um, and that, that's been the only thing. I, I don't feel Freddie's going to be as easy as that. I quite like the idea of them having school dinners just because a few reasons whilst that's whilst they get it free you know I'm not going to turn down free food never (laughs) and it gives them a variety of trying new foods that we might not necessarily have for dinners at home it also is easy I don't have to worry about giving Charles any food during the day I can send him off with his water bottle and know he's going to have his snack and he's going to have his lunch he's going to have a good substantial meal because especially on a Monday Tuesday Wednesday when he's he's at school for such a long day I know he's having a substantial meal in the middle of that that's going to keep him going um and yeah just kind of that variety really you know to have that different food and be exposed to Um, So, yes, there's a lot of um, frustration when you're that small, you know, and it all does build up quite quickly. And, you know, especially if they've had a sleepless night, they might be um, very cranky and dealing with things just like we do um, in a difficult way. And what I've been trying to do is it doesn't always work sometimes especially on those days that I work my patience is worn very very thin but I really do try to talk particularly to Charles because I know he understands a lot more and he'll ask questions but being honest 
about how I'm feeling as well. So if I have sort of like an outburst in some way um, where I felt really sad or angry or frustrated and he's sort of seen mummy crying or seen mummy getting angry that I talk to him about it because I think that's really important to help with their vocabulary because then they can understand themselves when they're feeling that same way they can let you know that that's how they're feeling and just making them aware that that's okay to feel like that it's okay to be sad um and being sort of that model for how we deal with those different strong emotions I know they'll do a lot of this at school anyway but I think it's really important from such a young age just to kind of model how we're dealing with that behavior and you know even when mummy doesn't act in the correct way I will say right you know to Charles mummy really didn't handle that very well I'm really sorry that I shouted then that's you know it's not your fault mummy da 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 and He's actually got really good at being able to pick up on little sort of cues if mummy's not quite feeling okay, if mummy's feeling a little bit down or sad and he's able to then verbalise himself when he's feeling like that Um, and he might say, mummy I'm not not feeling very like good today and it's not a case of him feeling ill he will just be like I'm feeling a bit down today I'm feeling a bit sad and he doesn't always know why but he's able to kind of identify that he's feeling that way which I think is really really good to be able to do because otherwise they I think that's half the battle when you don't know what you're feeling it kind of adds to that frustration um and then Freddie at the moment I just I'm kind of trying to work different things out for Freddie I mean Freddie is just a different ball game he's got so much sass with him we have instead of just saying no he wags his fingers like no no I'm not doing that no (laughs) um and even like last night oh for pudding so I thought oh from his birthday he had some jelly jelly left over so I thought oh as a nice treat they've eaten their dinner well have some jelly and ice cream I've gone up to try and get like bath run and bedtime bits ready so I've left Owen down in charge of jelly and ice cream and it just sounded awful it sounded like he was literally trying to feed them a bowl of Brussels sprouts Freddie bless him I just kept hearing him cry and I said to him what what in what is going on down there and he said, um, Freddie's just getting really frustrated because the jelly, he's trying to scoop it up on his spoon. And every time he goes to put it in his mouth, it falls off. And he was getting, oh my God, he was getting so frustrated, bless him. Um, so yeah, so even when you try and do something nice for them and think that's going to that's gonna be a lovely little treat, doesn't always um, go, to, <laughs> go to plan. Bless her little socks. Um so yeah, so there's lots of things that happen when they're young and I can only imagine, only imagine what kind of attitude and sass I'm going to get when the, the older they get, when all sorts of hormones start kicking in with their teenagers. I mean, that's why I referred to Charles when he was three as a three-nager. I mean, we still get a little bit now I've noticed probably more since he's being at school that he's probably picking up on different behavior and we get like the stomping of the foot and then no and slamming of the bedroom door I think my 
god you're not even five yet what other you know what's going to be happening when he becomes a teenager but that's why I'm hoping if I keep that kind of communication open and get us used to talking about how we're feeling and how we're dealing with these different emotions that that might work I mean I might be talking to you in like 10-15 years time like no scrap it do something else um but this just seems to be working whilst um he in particular is young um yeah so that's that's like kind of the frustration and all that that comes with any parent I guess you kind of experience all these angers and frustrations and upset moody behaviors of a little human being but I have to say being a mum for me is still the best job I mean as much as they have their tantrums and try and push you away I still feel like I'm that one person that they can do that with and then in the next second be cuddled up in my arms like saying sorry or giving me kisses and telling me that they love me I know that won't last very long but even the other day when I picked Charles up it's again sometimes when I pick him up from like after school club he was like why why did you pick me up mummy I'm I was having so much fun and I'm like oh okay and then other days he's like I really missed you today mummy and I'm like oh oh thank you I really missed you too um so you just, yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. But when you do get those just lovely moments, they just make everything better. They really do. Um, you know, you are there to comfort them regardless. You know, you love them unconditionally. So no matter how much they might shout at you or try to hurt you, you know, they feel safe that they can do that with you. And you're then to, there to guide them and teach them well, no, that wasn't the right way to handle it. We need to do this better next time. Um, and now we're getting into the kind of season where things are getting a little bit colder and both my boys are getting a bit older. I just think we've got Christmas coming up. We've got like Halloween. And in my last episode, I talked about all the like the stress, stress and the pressures that those events bring. But equally, I'm so excited that they're starting to get to that age where they're able to appreciate what's going on around them and that I can snuggle up with them with a movie and a hot chocolate and yeah it just kind of making those traditions making those memories together I mean any excuse to cuddle up on the sofa watch a movie with some chocolate and popcorn and a and a lovely warm hot chocolate you know it's just so special in that way and it also makes you feel like you can be a kid again. So you get to go and experience all of these things and getting to see their face and ex them experiencing it. Um, so you kind of just, yeah, have fun with them. I mean, I'm going to try. I've got a few things booked over half term. So I'm going to make sure we get through various things. I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed with them, with the amount of stuff we've got booked actually, but I'm hoping that we have some chill days and, you know, we might make a den or just go on a little adventure um, for a little walk. And, you know, there's, 
they make you appreciate the smallest things. So when on the days that we get to walk to school, on those really, we're starting to get to those really like frosty mornings, but even on those foggy mornings as well, um, Charles has noticed the spider webs um, really stand out. So we'll have a look and find how many spider webs or if we can see the spiders. And he's he's really into nature. So every now and again, he'll come back from school. He, he's collected like these giant, giant pine cones. And the other day, he like, literally emptied his pocket full of conkers. Um, I don't know where he finds all of these things, but it just makes you think, oh, wow, look at what you found. And yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so lovely to be able to do those things. And I think as a parent, we try to put so much effort and make everything so so big and extravagant when really all they all they care about is the spider webs and those smaller things and I think that's something that I need to work on more is just kind of taking a step back and appreciating what we have already and in being able to enjoy that um not spending loads of money on a day out sometimes they do just need that day at home where they can play with their toys and play with each other and you know snuggle with mummy if they want to hopefully hope to like snuggle with mummy um but yeah so there's kind of the the joys of being a parent I guess you know you get that frustrated side of them but you also hopefully still get that comfort and loving side and long may that side live (laughs) okay thank you so much for listening everybody bye